Can we talk about the debate last night, though, between uh, Ron DeSantis <laughs> and Gavin, Gavin Newsom? You had a prediction. Tell people your prediction. I know it. But tell our viewers your prediction. And then what actually okay, we saw came, happen. I, I think it... I think it came true. I predicted that Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis would win the debate and that Nikki Haley and Kamala Harris would lose the debate. And I, I think that's the net effect of it. I think each of them, first of all, I think it's a Rorschach test. Like whoever won, whatever that means, it depends on whether you suit up in your blue or your red armor. But each of them were able to elevate their game and elevate their status as a future within their party. Do I think that it really moved the needle for DeSantis against Nikki Haley? Probably not. But, you know, you can't now talk about the future of the Democratic Party and an heir apparent to Joe Biden without talking about Gavin Newsom and Kamala Harris and then everybody else. And if I could say one other thing, Poppy, sure. I have long wanted to imitate, I've long wanted to imitate the NCAA March Madness. You can picture the brackets, right? Your office pool. Mm -hmm. Why don't we see more candidates paired against one another? Why can't we see Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis without Vivek Ramaswamy, without Chris Christie? I mean, instead of, I remember being at the Reagan Library in 2016, there were 15 people on the stage. They had to break it up into two. Give me head-to-head matchups, and that's when we can really see what people can do. We can do it. I mean, I'm sure you know, you know CNN. Some people in TV? Yeah, media organization. Yes, but this took a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, many months of negotiating for this one to happen. But I agree with you, Michael. Seeing head to head with yeah. time makes a big difference. I think absolutely. I think our team, who does these types of things, would absolutely do it. Candidates need to be willing to mm -hmm. do it to some degree. I'd also note our team's the best team by far. I do want to ask you, Michael, I like the head-to-head. -head. I thought it was, I thought both were uh, at a high level throughout the course of the night. Um, but I also was struck by the, the, the prepared quippiness, uh, including this one. Take a listen. There are profound differences tonight, and I look forward to engaging them. But there's one thing in closing that we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. It was clever, but to your point, you know, I talked to Republicans last night, they thought DeSantis crushed it, or crushed Newsom at least. You talked to Democrats, you know, Biden campaign officials were saying, I hope you're watching this, we're enjoying it a lot. Um, what is the takeaway here on net for the actual presidential race? Well, I'm not sure that there is one so long as Donald Trump continues his trajectory and so long as President Biden follows through and, and does continue to run for re-election. You both know all the speculation about, about whether, you know, Biden in the end continues forward. Uh, Donald Trump certainly will continue forward because he's got no choice facing those four criminal indictments. But things could change. I, I have to say something as, as we're now beyond Thanksgiving and, and headed toward the holiday season. Although the strong likelihood is that it's a Trump-Biden matchup, I would not be floored if in the end, Neither of them is the candidate of their party. So file that away. You can play the tape a year from now and embarrass me and say, hey, Michael, it wasn't quite a prediction, but you did float that notion. But can we play that out, Michael? Take that. Okay, play that out. They're not the candidates. Who's the candidate? Who are so the candidates? So I, I guess, Poppy, on, on, the Republican, on the Republican side of the aisle, you know, it, it, it all rests in the hands of, of my law school classmate, Judge Tanya Chutkin. <laughs> because if if Donald Trump is on trial in March, if he's on trial next March, and if there's a conviction, 
then I think it's I think it's a, a total game changer. So there are a lot of intangibles. How about if I leave it like that? Okay, fair enough. Come back soon, Michael. Thank you, thank you. We'll watch this weekend. See you guys. Well, there was a coastal battle playing out on the debate stage in Georgia, and some are wondering if it could be a preview of 2028. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis faced off against California's Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom. This was a debate Fox News dubbed Great Red State versus Blue State Debate. Watch. There's one thing in closing that we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee for our party in 2024. You These have six up. or seven Here dollar a the, gallon gas. How do they how do they afford that? These are folks that are blue collar people. You talking You're going to force everybody to buy an state. electric vehicle. Yeah. How are they going to be able to afford electric vehicles? I don't like the way you demean people. I don't like the way you demean the LGBTQ community. I don't like the way you demean and humiliate people you disagree with, Ron. You have the freedom to defecate in public in California. You have the freedom to pitch a tent on Sunday. Set Boulevard. You have the freedom to create a homeless encampment under a freeway and even light it on fire. You have the, the freedom to uh, have an open air drug market and use drugs. CNN political analyst Natasha Alford is here, political strategist Amanda Wooshin Glass, and CNN is here with us as well, and CNN political analyst Leah Wright Rigor. It's great to have you guys. Wow. It was just, <laughs> just, a, just a little bit of it if you weren't up watching it last night. Let me begin with you, Leah, in terms of what they gained. What do you think DeSantis gained? What do you think Gavin Newsom gained? What did the country gain from that? Okay, so those are three really different things. I'm not so sure that the country gained a lot. Um, I think, in, in theory, the idea of two governors really duking it out to talk about policy issues and significant ideological differences is something that the American people have been missing for a really long time. I'm not so sure that that's what we had last night. Instead, I think what we saw were two candidates who were really just pitching to their own audiences. I know Newsom said a lot about wanting to speak to Fox News viewers and, you know, introduce himself to new audiences. Remember, he did that red state. Right. To tour. Right. He did this tour. He also has gone on Hannity before. Yep. But it's also true that, you know, with somebody who is a communicator like New Newsom, it looks like a highlight reel, right? Like, this is perfect for later on as he is, uh, you know, trying out for various positions, trying to raise his national profile. I actually think the person who needed this the most was Ron DeSantis. His campaign is falling apart. It's flailing. It's all over the place. And this was actually a different... Ron DeSantis than we've seen before. It wasn't terrific, but it was a lot more energetic than we've mm. seen him and feistier than we've seen him in the past. And for him, that's good enough. A win for him. Yeah, Amanda, to that point, you know, the campaign needed it. It needs something, right? Um, I guess my question was, is this that something in the sense of, can anything turn it around? Can anything change the narrative or trajectory narrative? Um, and was last night it? I mean, clearly watching the debate last night, you're, th you're left thinking to yourself, what are we really doing here? We have Governor Newsom, an up-and-coming, great communicator for the Democrats, you know, debating Ron DeSantis, who is right now in, in third place. Um, obviously, Nikki Haley and Governor DeSantis are, are far behind President Trump in the polls. He's clearly trying to step out and gain traction. And it does add to the speculation with Governor Newsom, what are we actually... Doing. Are we waiting in the wings? Potential shakeup? Even President Biden said it himself that he could have his job. He's great. So it certainly it, you know, triggers thoughts about what's coming next. This was a moment for Ron DeSantis to step out. Did he? I think yet to be seen in the polls. But he certainly needs a boost. Uh, here both uh, weighing in on the Biden-Harris uh, economy right now. 
He thinks Biden and Harris have done a great job. He thinks the economy is working because of their policies for Americans, and they are not. And so what California represents is the Biden-Harris agenda on steroids. Here's a guy who celebrated Bidenomics just this week, celebrating $28 million that came into your state because of the Chips and Science Act, one of the most significant economic plans right. since FDR. I'm proud of the work Biden and Harris have done. Natasha, it's so interesting, despite what the data shows, we just saw the economy grew more than expected. People just aren't feeling it at home. And so what do you make of how they address the economy? You know, I, I thought this was a powerful moment for Newsom to be sort of the cheerleader that Biden and Harris can't be. Right. The way that they've tried to articulate what they're doing with Bidenomics and what they've done in the administration it doesn't seem like it's landing, but it felt as though uh, Gavin Newsom was able to bring some energy to the message, right? Whether people believe it or not is a different thing. But I'm already seeing, uh, you know, the clips, as you said, Leah, they're circulating, right? People saying, Gavin Newsom handed it to Ron DeSantis. I think there are a lot of Democrats who feel like they don't have a strong voice. They believe in the message. They believe in what the administration has accomplished. But the people who are out front, Biden and Harris, aren't doing the best job of messaging. And so Gavin Newsom, I do believe he was talking to Democrats. He was trying to show Democrats um, in a strong moment in conversation with Republicans. And I, I, because I wondered, I said, why would he agree to do this? But yeah. now it makes sense.